Greetings. Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Well, greetings again. I kind of jumped the gun there, but boy, again, we are starting the holiday season coming out of the Mercury retrograde. So this year, we will be in the shadow of it. We went into Mercury retrograde October 31st. I believe that it goes direct on November 20th. And then there's Thanksgiving setting there 48 hours later. So we always kind of have that that gentle or or more rigorous push into the holiday season. And what it really does is it gives us a chance to flush out some old vibrational patterns that, that just may not be necessary to take into the next year. And so I was inspired this morning to come on and offer you this this kind of perspective where you can actually use this time to shift from collapsing into what I'm calling human need. I think there's a multitude of ways I could really phrase that, but it's really all of those human obstacles that we have that are created by our ego when we get attached to something. And the holiday season is very difficult for most of us to navigate through because it brings up so much. Anything that we have, anything, any vulnerability that we have that is just right underneath the surface or any resentment or sense of greed or a sense of guilt because we haven't shown up in the right way or a fear or a dread or all of those real juicy feelings that create that dissonance within you. And what I'm suggesting is that we start talking about those negative feelings and instead of collapsing into them and even operating from them, that we use this season to pause and to use this season to really take an inventory. Again, I think it's it's kind of nice that we're coming out of Mercury Retrograde because that stuff is a little bit more fresh for all of us. And if you can recognize the signs that you're feeling challenged, and each of us holds holds a different template for that. Like mine is always I get real nervous in the stomach. And then it's not that I get short of breath, but I do notice that my my well, I guess I do get short of breath. I don't run out of breath, but my my breath gets um, less deep, and and I'm just kind of going into really that fight or flight, and it's it's because we are assessing that we're at risk in some way. Any negative feeling puts us at risk or notifies us that we're out of alignment. Because if we're in touch with our higher self, then vibrationally we're going to be in alignment with our higher self and there's not going to be any dissonance. I really like the way Esther Hicks and the teaching of Abraham talk about negative feelings and how basically they are simply a sign that you are out of connection with your higher self. You are presently seeing a situation differently 
then your higher self is seeing it. And so if you come into this holiday season and you begin to acknowledge the moments when you're getting hooked into greed and you're wanting to to get all this stuff for the holidays and use the holidays as a time to really take note of who cares for you and who doesn't and what your worth is to them based on on how much attention or what they offer you or the gifts that they buy for you or how they honor you and really putting a dollar figure to that or or an energy figure to that and seeing it through the eyes of the ego who gets into this comparative thing or the the competitive angle where we feel like we have to match other people in our lives, maybe our loved ones that we want to be able to give equally to what they're giving so that so that we don't look bad. So the motivation of competition is not that we want to honor them in the way they're, they're, they are honoring us. The, the motivation of competition is we don't want to look bad or we want to look better. And so there's, there's a, a stickiness to competitive giving and coming into the season with that as an umbrella. Now, it can also trigger a lot of grief because no other time of the year really highlights what we've lost. If there's been a death of a loved one, then it may be the first season that you're going through without that person. Your loved one may have died around this time. Or you may just simply miss sharing the holiday with your loved one. So that's going to bring up a whole set of feelings. Those are just are not the inner child feelings. It can be the inner child if this is related to what happened to you in childhood. And whenever we feel a discomfort, it always pulls the scab off of deeper inner child wounds. But if you as an adult lost your partner this year, then your adult self is going to have some grief. You're going to have some feelings about that. And it's going to be easy to collapse into that. And when you collapse into it, you collapse into it from a place of being a victim. It doesn't mean that feeling it is collapsing into it. You only are collapsing if you're feeling like you don't have any control over it and if you feel like it's a disservice. When we lose something or someone that we really care about, then there are the traditional five and now even the sixth stage of grief that are a progression that we go through. And sadness at having lost a loved one during this holiday season is not a collapse or is negative. But it can take you in to feeling like a victim. So what makes it victimizing is that it's your relationship to the fact that you're feeling sad. It's that meta process. It's not that you're feeling sad, but that you then have a judgment about feeling sad. And then that is the collapse of a younger self who needs your attention. But to grieve because your adult self has gone through some losses, that's a healthy way to use this season because it's going to come up. In fact, the healthy way to approach that is to expect that. You wouldn't expect not to have some deeper feelings about that. If the person meant something to you or if the situation, say a job or even 
a, a household or, or you've moved or you've had to move or you had to leave an area. It's like all of things, all of those things, if they matter to you, there's going to be some recognition of loss and sadness. And part of coming into this season and shifting and coming into a state of grace is recognizing that, allowing that, allowing yourself to embrace those feelings and seeing them from a real reverent perspective. Now, there's also the feelings of excessiveness. This is when we can really get into our addictive behavior, and that's triggered from a variety of different places. One is that because it engages the inner child so much joyously, we tend to operate during this season with that same naivete as we did as children. And that's kind of that invincibility, that that nothing matters, that we can get away with it, that we deserve it. And so where that runs into trouble is if you have reactions to certain addictive foods, if you're an alcoholic or you're a food alcohol or you're a food addict or you have a problem with with debting, then that level of thinking is going to put you at risk to relapse because you're going to be more inclined to operate excessively. You're going to be around more food and drink. You're going to be more tempted to spend more money and therefore go into debt more than any other time of the year because it's so loaded. There's so many feelings attached to it. So what I want to really encourage you to do during this season is to move into a state of consciousness. And when you're conscious, you're automatically in a state of grace grace, because you're aware and you have a reverence. So the buzzwords for this broadcast really, really have to do with feeling grace, with being aware, with taking pause, with being conscious. And coming into a state of gratitude. Another buzzword that you can take away from this is opportunity. We tend to just take a deep breath and hold our breath through the holidays, hoping that we just get through. So then by the time we get to New Year's, we're not going into the New Year celebrating who we are, which I'm going to talk more about in the next broadcast. We're going in with all these resolutions to clean up all the excessiveness and all of the places that we collapsed in the last six weeks leading up to New Year's. So I am hoping that even talking about this is giving you a way to kind of dislodge some different ways of thinking and and show up for yourself to come into this creatively. You want to feel joyous, then in order to feel joyous, you have to be present. And to be present, it means that you have to welcome every feeling that you have. And in order to welcome the feelings that are challenging for you, you have to trust that you can cope with them. So I'm going to throw out some tapping sequences that will enable you to just generically begin to resolve any feeling that you have. And most of you, if you've listened to any of my broadcasts before, you're familiar with what I call the short version of the Serenity Fair. God, I'm stepping all over my uh, words today. It has to do with really um, just coming into alignment and 
and neutralizing the immediate uh, situation. So what I was saying is that it's really my version of the serenity prayer. So how you do this is you come to the karate. You know what? Take that away. We're not going to do the karate for this kind of intervention. And the reason is that when we're triggered with any of these feelings that I've mentioned, when we're triggered with the grief or the resentment or the rage or the anger or the sadness, we don't always have the ability to do the setup. We don't have the ability to say, even though I feel this, I want to feel this. We want to just take the edge off of those emotions. So come back to just working on the endpoints and start wherever you want to start. And we're just going to take one phrase and turn it over to God. So it goes like this. You start on your first point, and every time I say it, you go to the next point. God's love dissolves this feeling now. Next point. God's love resolves this feeling now. Next point. God's love dissolves this stress now. Next point. God's love resolves this. Next point. God's love resolves this situation now. Next point. God's love God's love resolves this stress now. Next point. God's love restores me to a state of sanity now. God's love dissolves this fear now. God's love dissolves this situation now. I now turn this situation over to God. So you get the point. It's like you're just repeating whatever it is. God's love dissolves this stress. God's love dissolves this fear. God's love intervenes in this greed. God's love restores me to sanity. Whatever your one sentence is, you can use it. Now, I was doing it pretty methodically and and, uh, basically slowly. If I'm triggered, then it has much more, uh, you know, vim and vigor to it. So it might sound like this. It'll sound more desperate. God's love resolves the stress. 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 Here and now. God's love resolves the stress. Here and now. God's love resolves the stress. Here and now. Here and now. God's love. Resolves the stress. I now give this stress to you, God. I now release and let go. I allow God and the universe to completely neutralize this stress, this fear, this guilt, this shame. So you get the feel of it. It's like you may start out pretty frenetically, but as you're doing the tapping, You basically just unravel yourself from that reactivity and you come back into a state of calm. And in order to do that at this season, 
what you really have to give yourself, the gift you have to give yourself is consciousness and an intention and a desire to pause. Because if you pause, you can tap it through and return to a state of calm. And the biggest gift you can give yourself is not to go through this holiday season without any triggers. It's not realistic. There are going to be things that that pull you into reactivity. But you can have some real short targeted sequences that just reset your central nervous system, that reset the whole psyche. What you want to do is be conscious enough to notice when you're feeling the stress. And when you feel it, stop right there and tap your way back to a state of calm. That will be your biggest insurance that will enable you to show up in the way that you want to show up for yourself, for your inner child, and for everybody around you. And if you believe that you can cope this way, if you give yourself permission to cope this way, trust me, you will have a season full of joy. You'll get to December 31st and look back and you'll feel pride in how you went through this, how you remained present, and how you gave the presence of calm and peace in whatever activity you participated in, in whatever gift you exchanged. Your energy behind that is what the person really gets. And this will ensure that you're in integrity with your giving and your receiving. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope that this gives you a little different way to move into the holiday season. And like I said, on the other side of this, when we get into December, closer to the winter uh, equinox, then I'll, I'll come in and give you some pointers for that as well. That's such a vibrant time to be able to really work with all these different feelings that we have and to move into the new year fresh and clean. So until that time, be good to you and to those you love. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Edge Talk Radio and for participating in our community, for picking up a copy of the printed version in different places and different locations in the Twin Cities. And if you're not in the Twin Cities or if you're not near a place where you can pick up the printed version, go to the digital copy, which is www.edgemagazine.net. If any of this has triggered anything within you, I encourage you to call me at 612-710-7720 and take advantage of the 15-minute assessment, free assessment that I offer you, and we can talk a little bit more about what's going on so that you can move into this holiday and really use it as an opportunity to clean some things up. And I've also got some holiday specials if you want to do an Akashic Record reading. I've got that at 50% off for an hour. And I've got a three-hour intensive that can be done either in person or Skype or, or via phone or Zoom. And so we'll talk about that and if that's appropriate or not. 
So I hope this has been helpful. And again, until next time, be good to you and to those you love. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.